you might be just moved by something someone says and that's what you can bring for others it can be a series of points that's what I brought and those points can be the principles I've heard but you can also reflect back on how something has touched you it doesn't have to be just points of principles that's an exercise and just trying to hear in a different way but you can hear through what is felt as much as you can hear through the intellect and intellectual kind of hearing so I think one way of thinking about it um, is that the group is a practice group so what are we practicing we're practicing being aware of what's arising as we listen and why do we do that? So that hopefully when we're back out in ordinary life, that something of a sensitivity will arise where we're able to be aware of our states as we listen to others. It's not going to happen all the time. You know, it's few and far between the moments, but when they happen, there's something very noticeable about the difference in the quality of the contact. So this is really a practice group. It's like taking your... I don't know, clarinet or whatever, and heading into the room with a new piece and trying to get it right. And I put that in inverted commas because in logopraxis, there is no right way. There are some guidelines about how to meet and they're there specifically to try to put ourselves in the background and bring the Lord forward. That's why we have the guidelines around how to meet. So these are the kinds of things we need to remember perhaps before we're coming into a group that we're here to work. We're not here to socialize or have a good time or, or anything like that. We're here to deal with the material that comes up for us. And the more conscious each individual is of that, then the higher the quality of the contact. Now that doesn't mean the more blessed the experience it is. What it means is we get to see what we have to see and we recognize what we're seeing. And there'll be times when it's, you know, great and uh, has a sense of fulfillment and, and all of that connected with it. But there'll be other meetings where it's a grind and we just have to work. You know, we just have to try and be conscious at that time to see what's arising and get a sense of where things sit. So, you know, what you just actually shared around the struggle is what came up in round two. That's your round two, right? I mean, that's an honest offering of a round two experience. And that helps build a sense of what it means to be in a life group because all the different facets that come are necessary in order to give us a better sense of what it means to be in community with one another in the effort to put the word or the Lord at the center. That's the common purpose of being here, if you like. And that's what produces the delight. What we receive in this context is the Lord's gift for us to bring to others because no one here doesn't experience what everybody else experiences at some point in their contact with each other through the groups. So everybody has doubts about what they're bringing and that's a good thing because it makes us sensitive to what we bring 
but really what we have is given to us as a gift for the whole. And we just don't know what bringing what we have, how that will benefit the group. So there's a need to try to lay aside our sense of whether, you know, judgment about what we have to bring, because at the end of the day, it's all from the Lord and the Lord is the one who orders it so far as each individual in the group is concerned and for the group as a whole. So the good of a logopraxis group is being able to bring your direct experience, whatever that might be, and knowing that it links to the word at work in our midst. So it's the Lord's. Everything we offer is the Lord's. It's not ours. 